Hola. Great. How you doing? Oh yeah. Um, as you can see, um, very physical guy out there on the field. But Hefe um, really funny, cool, cool to be around. Um, just hanging around a little bit outside of ball. It's it's just cool just to get to know him as a person outside of you know what I'm saying him just running through people out here on the green. I mean, we don't know until, you know what I'm saying, they bring it to us. But as you can see, um, I said it on the sideline when I seen him running. I was like, oh, yeah, he was really moving. And 22 is really moving. You know what I'm saying? You get in the car, we're going 22 miles per hour, and you put him beside, it's about the same. Are those readings accurate? I mean, when you have a big play and you're moving, uh, and then you, you look at the data after the game, do you know, like, what moment you, you reach your, your highest speed? Um. We don't go look at the data unless they, you know what I'm saying, they tell you what you hit, but it's not something we just go look at, you know. Um, I hit my peak in about the first 20, first 20 yards and just kind of let it take me on through because um, I'm a fast twitch type of guy, so I probably get to 20 in about 20 and just let it coast, probably get to 21 and some change, but I don't think I'm going to hit 22, though. Um, as we as we come in and watch the film the next day, there was a lot, a lot of mistakes that we made that you would never know about. Um, and we take pride in that, and that's why we come in week in and week out and come out here every day and just correct all the mistakes we made and try to move forward. When you catch passes over the middle and you, you get free, you, you often take a very roundabout path to the, the end zone. How do you sort of map it out in your head? How do you figure out which way I'm going to go? <laughs> I don't think you can map out where you're going. You just run where you see space, and that's just what I do. But you, you seem very good. I mean, you were teasing Juwan about, you know, not going out of bounds and cutting it back in. You seem very good at knowing when to do that. Is it just instinct? Or? I think it's more so instincts. I think Juwan just got tired after talking to him about it. He just got tired and just went out of bounds. So uh, we got on him about that because he definitely could have scored. I would say the year after I got hurt, going into last season, um, with Wes Welker, him, you know what I'm saying? He said he didn't hit his peak until going to his year three, year four. And so um, it's all about uh, building a routine and changing a lot of things that you do in the offseason that you would normally do just to be the player that you want to be. Hey, how we doing? Good, Drew. Good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man, it's like it's like night and day. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I came back after that um, after that injury I had and played and uh, that that year. But even though when I was playing, it still didn't feel like I was quite where I needed to be. You know what I mean? And obviously, you can kind of see it if you watch film and if you know me. So, you know, this year it's like totally different ball game. Like I said, it's like night and day, man. Uh, did a lot of work in the off season and it paid off. Can you just play this out? Uh, it, it was hard, you know what I mean. But that was that was the motivation throughout the whole off season, just watching that and knowing where I'm at and, and knowing what I can do. It was just the fact of 
man, we got to do everything in our power to get back here. You know what I mean? Cause, can, can you explain what that's like, knowing you can play at a certain level and then not being added and, you know, even seeing holes that maybe that would be a big run? Or Do you, no. do you have those thoughts when you're watching it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, and those are the most nerve-wracking ones. You know what I mean? Because it's always, hey, I could do this, I could do this, I can get this much better. And then on top of that, when you got – guys like we got in our room I mean that makes it even more harder because everybody can go so it's just like I ain't got too many you know what I'm saying so like it's that much imperative that I got to get the job done what was there a point when you noticed I feel like myself again like in the off season or whenever uh it was like kind of like OTAs that's when I felt it we had um we had a great OTAs that um I felt like I felt like it was one of my better ones since I've been here and not only on the field it was off as well, playbook, body, just the whole nine. So, yeah, it was, it was great for me. You've been in this team for a long time. You started with practice, start went to the bottom of the depth chart. Now you're a really good starting running back. Do you feel like you've improved over the years or you just got an opportunity? Uh, no, I'll definitely say improve uh, because, I mean, I've known, I know way more than I know now from when I first got in and even the second year, even the third. So every year I always learn and I gain knowledge. I always find people that I can learn from and grow from. I always go back to the film. So, yeah, I'll say I'll definitely feel better. Every, everything, just defense, our side, their side, looks, techniques, uh, people, tendencies, just the whole nine. It's just, you know, becoming more of a, of a pro. Jeff, in terms of the blocks that you're getting on those early big runs the last three games, when you, is it a blur when you're running through them, and then when you go back on film, is it a way for you to appreciate more how they've executed that? Oh, no, nah, I appreciate it on the field, too. Like, because, I mean, <laughs> like I said, obviously you can see and everybody watch film, everybody got their little breakdown and cut-ups. All you got to do is watch it. I mean, Shoot, even one of y'all could have ran through that hole, you know what I mean? So it's just the fact that I was just the guy that was available and, and was in at that time, and those guys are great, man. Harris said he believes part of your, you excelling this season is your confidence. How much does that play into how you're able to run? Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's really the key factor, you know what I mean? It was just the fact of, of last year being shaky about my leg or, oh, I'm not playing good, or oh, I feel like one nobody want me, free agency up. So I just had like a, a lot of things out on my mind. And at the end of the day, it was just reverting back to myself. Like, I trusted myself more than I, you know what I mean, trusted anybody in the world. So, like, with that being said, just don't worry about all the extra. Put your head down and work. You've hit along those lines. Like, how do you handle that when, you know, you might be kind of lower on the depth chart and they're, they're drafting guys in the third round two years in a row and, you know, how, where you start in the offseason program, yeah. how do you, and you, you've been a leading rusher here, like how do you filter all that stuff through your uh, I feel like the journey and how everything is set up for you to get to the league, you already endure more, most of those things. So like coming out, of, coming out of high school, for instance, getting to college, bottom of the depth chart. I didn't get work my way up until about my second, third year. But even then, they still recruiting guys, still drafting guys. I'm still hosting guys on my visit, and these are guys potentially coming to take my spot. You know what I mean? And I know that. And it's not necessarily a, oh, I'm not going to talk to him, or, oh, I'm coming to take your spot. It's just, you know what I mean? It's the nature of the game. Everybody knows it, and nothing you have to talk about or be boastful about, but everybody knows how it plays out. So I just feel like just the football life already sets you up and gets you ready for all that. So the only thing you really got to do is not worry about it and work. Jeff, on the GPS tracker, you've hit like 
21 miles an hour right around there a couple of times this year. Can you remember what the maybe the highest speed you hit last year when you were coming back from? And do you, can you feel that difference in, in terms of your speed? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't even. I probably can't even tell you what I hit last year. You know what I mean? It probably wasn't good. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even think about it. But yeah, this year, like I said, it just goes back to the work that we put in the off season, the people I worked with. You know, um, and and just like you said, that confidence factor, just trusting myself. Did your own, did the team's GPS data match up with what uh, next gen stats had you at? Like I think it was twenty point eight five or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty close. I didn't see too much. It was like twenty point eight two, twenty point eight five. So okay. it's around the same area. Around the same yeah. Does that ever get highlighted? I mean, do 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 pe- people cite you like you were the fastest guy this week on the team and things like that? No, not necessarily because, I mean, I feel like, you know, you ain't be naive to the situation. Obviously, if we would get up on a random 100-yard race, you know what I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'd bet on myself to come in first if everybody was racing, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean, like, I, at the same token, though, I was good because, I mean, I ain't the slowest either, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was it was kind of like a give or take. Is it is it posted anywhere? Do guys, like, come up and say <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish, man. No, that's more of a, I guess you'd say that's self-goal or, like, that's, that's kind of like selfish in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody knows, everybody sees it. Like, everybody got social media, so you don't need to post it or do anything extra, you know what I mean? What did you feel about that number, though? Were you pretty pleased with that? Oh, yeah, I definitely was, you know what I mean? Like I said, coming off that injury, man, like, just not feeling out. I didn't even know I ran that fast until they came up and told me after the game. So, like, I, if you would have came, what you think you just ran? I was probably 18, 19, you know what I mean? So, it was just, it was, it was great, though. Honestly and truthfully, my third year. It was like after the um after the injury. That's when I, I kinda like woke up. That's why I said God worked in mysterious ways. So I think he put me through that for a reason. So I was able to sit out and just reflect on a lot of things and not only in football and in life. You know, I'm a father, I'm a I'm a family man, I'm a brother, I'm an uncle, so it was just able to revert me back to life and, and get me away from stop being so caught up in the game and understand that life still goes on on the outside. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, I actually just saw him. He's here. Yeah. He's doing good. He's in good spirits. Um, yeah, it's good to see him. I feel good about it. I think we have a very deep team and a, a very deep defense. Um, even, you know, in, in the DB group, guys that we trust uh, to put out there and, and pick up the pick up the slack of losing E-man and, and still go out there and play at a high level. Um, so I feel good about it. Jordan, it seems like Mooney has acclimated very quickly and well to fitting in. What about his skill set fits with what you guys do so well? Um, I think anytime you get a corner who is sticking coverage and physical, uh, physical tackler and, um, just has the right mindset. I mean, that's, those are the things that they were looking at when they were, um, you know, I, I'm sure when they were recruiting him in the free agency and, uh, he fits perfectly into what we do. He's, um, yeah, he's a 49er in every way. Uh, probably just just being around the quarterback, uh, which he's been doing in the last few weeks. I think he's continued to get better. Uh, he has the skill set that you want at the position, and uh, he, he's continuing to do the little things right day in and day out. 
uh, having a how about a coach like Coach Coach Kacerik, obviously is going to help a lot. Um, but yeah, he continues to get better, man. He's a huge part of what we do on defense and getting pressure on the quarterback, and we're going to need him big time this week. Does he remind you of, of anyone else you played with? Does he, does he kind of play like any of the other defensive linemen on this team? Um, no, I think honestly, I think all the D all the D linemen kind of have their strengths um, and their own unique skill sets that they bring to to the defense and to the game. And I, I for sure could say that about Charles. I, I'm, I can't remember anybody that kind of has that that type of skill set that he has. Yeah, taking his game to another level. I think every year he's continued to get better, and you're seeing it this year, just the consistency and being around the football, the relentless mindset of, you know, swarming to the football, making his tackles. Um, he's been doing a heck of a job, and he's going to continue to keep getting better too. Before you got here, obviously, Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Willis was on the scene first, and then Bowman kind of came out of nowhere, but, you know, dropped in. Uh, do you and, you and Dre ever talk about, like, having you guys kind of be known as, you know, one of the, the top linebacker tandem in, in football? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go as, as bold to say that me and him are, are Pat and Navarro. That's a pretty, pretty big uh you know, statement to if if we were to say that, but at the same time, our, of course, our mindset is to be the best. You know, do we believe that we're the best tandem? Of course, like we 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 said that before the season even started that we have the best group in in the you know in in the league, and so our our job every week is to continue to get better, continue to play with our hair on fire, and and uh, and show up every game. Is there a friendly competition? Like when you see that stat sheet, and you see he has fifteen tackles, and you have whatever eleven, are you going? Hey, we're five games in, baby. Twelve left. Uh, say that one part, that first part again. Because so many guys are getting injured, either sure. in the front or in the backfield. Yeah. I think nothing really in terms of my my responsibilities or Dre's or anybody who is in the middle of the field. Really, the responsibilities don't change a whole lot. I think the expectation amongst the guys who have to come in and play in the the guys who are out positions. I think the, the expectation is the same. The responsibility is the same. We don't we don't change things to try to you know uh, cover cover up. Uh, I don't know, maybe a guy's weaknesses or something. I, every, the expectation is the same. The standard remains the same no matter who's out there. Yeah, same thing. Whoever's in there, the the same mindset of getting off the ball, penetration, causing disruption in the backfield is the same. And, I mean, those guys showed up big time. You know, Spence comes to mind of coming in and, and disrupting and doing a, doing a real good job. But, uh, I can say the same for all those guys. So when you look high week against the guys who really have made a jump in their game in their second year, third year, how much of that is the off-season program, and how long does it take a player to understand what they really need to do? Uh, I guess every player is different. Um, people talk a lot about that jump from year one to year two, and um, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And I could probably say the same about any year. You're, you're Every season, some guys take longer to develop than others, and some guys just, just get it. Um, you know, and maybe that's a sign of maturity and understanding what it takes to take care of your body and to be a professional. Um, but yeah, we I think we have guys who just love football, you know, and it means a lot to them. So they're able to kind of take a hold of take a hold of that and continue to progress. Jason, Jason Barrett hasn't played a lot of games since he's been here, but he seems to have a 
Well, I mean, firstly, the fact that he's an, an amazing player, uh, you know, an outstanding corner, but even more than that, I think a, a, a better person and a veteran, and not only in that DB room, but for the entire team. Guys know the way that Jason works, the type of individual he is. He's as real as it comes um, in every every way about him. Uh, you know, so we all respect the heck out of him, and he's a brother to us. And having had as much time in the league as he's had, you, you respect a guy who's played at such a high level and has stuck around for um, as long as he has, also pushing through as many injuries um, as he has in his career. So you, you got nothing but love and respect for him. Brothers, this time last year, we were openly talking about you. You weren't playing as well as you could have, et cetera, et cetera. I know you did discuss this last year, but like, at what point did it all, like, okay, now, now I'm back? And kind of what was the, I know you talked about your mindset and trying to do too much at times, but what was that process? Yeah, um, I think just kind of later in the season when I was able to really just collect myself and uh, get my mind right, just everything kind of came together. And I mean, later in the season, we talked about the Falcons game. I feel like that was a, a great game for me, uh, feeling, feeling like myself out there, just kind of flying around, playing ball. Um, you know, but I feel great about how the season started this this year and. Uh, my only job is continuing to get better every week. But you guys are eight and one uh, when you do these East Coast swings. When you go back, uh, I think one and three over the last, last four times. What is, Dang. What, yeah, but <laughs> what, what is it like just, you know, kind of trying to acclimate and then reacclimate when you go back? And maybe does that factor into things? That's an interesting stat. I didn't know that. Um, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess uh, you put so much effort into trying to acclimates of being on the east coast and winning out here it takes a lot out of you but uh i would i'd say it's a pretty good chance that that's not the not the case this season all right appreciate it for us. all right appreciate it is there anything that you guys can do as players to kind of work like other than what you did after the game that no i mean stadiums have turf we're going to continue to play on them as long as the nfl and the nflpa allow us to play on them and we just kind of have to deal with the that and like I said, not all turf fields are bad. Um, you know, again, like, I just wish they're all the same so you get used to it. But you know, at the end of the day, we're going to go out there and play football. And I mean, I'm not, I'm going to do everything. You try your best to not think about it and just go out and play. And just hopefully it's on your mind and hopefully nothing happens. I don't know if you could put this into words, but is there a way to explain to someone who doesn't play football how different it feels playing on grass versus on an artificial surface? Yeah, I mean. It just, after you play on a turf, I mean, especially guys that practice on it every day too, you're just, I mean, I'd say like twice as sore when your joints, uh, getting tackled on turf doesn't really feel great either. Um, I just, it just, I think it increases to um, like more soreness, more injuries, and you just don't bounce back as just as fast as you usually would, you know, on a grass field. And just grass is more forgiving. You move a little bit better in it. Don't get stuck in it. We're on the turf train today, aren't we guys? Um, I would say, I mean, I don't know any ones that are similar. So, I mean, like, the Rams turf is completely different than what New Orleans plays on. Cincinnati probably hasn't replaced theirs in 10 years. I mean, that's a guess. I don't know. Um, Seattle's is old. Um, but, like, they're all they're all different. Um, like, Carolina's had sand and the little black rubber beads in it, while others don't have that at all. It's just, you just get a mixture of everything, really. So, just some consistency would be nice, I think, as players. Oh, yeah, like this, the stickiness at MetLife is completely different than what it's like in L.A. versus uh, what we played on last week. I, know, I, I thought Carolina was definitely a better one, I think. Um, I was a little bit more giving, but besides that, they're all, you know, they're all just different. It's weird.
protocol shape following the injury, or are you still working back from that? Uh, I would say this last, like, 10 days, I've definitely felt like myself. Um, yeah, I mean, battling back from a little groin stuff, that's never really fun, and, you know, just got to get back into that. But, I mean, I definitely, this last week, I felt at my best uh, playing, and so nothing new came up from that. So I got to continue that streak and just keep going. Yeah, I mean, I always want the offense to put up a lot of points. You know, if, I think if we could put up, you know, 30 a game and the defense gets us one, I think we're going to win a lot of football games just based off our defense playing at the level that they're playing at. Um, you know, I mean, they're – what, have they given up – they haven't given up 20 points yet, have they? So we just got to score 21. And so I definitely feel like we got a little bit more of a rhythm. Uh, I think a lot of guys made plays um, that we're going to need to continue to, you know, need them to continue to make plays moving forward. Running backs ran well and um, – I think uh, our offensive line is starting to feel it too. Loud truck. It's really quiet here most of the time, though. Besides that, it's really quiet. No, but I think our, our offense definitely is uh, clicking a little bit. Um, and I think we're, you know, we have an opportunity to go out there and do the same thing again. I know. I think this team that we're playing is, you know, very well coached. You know, just looking at them on the tape, um, they've got, um, they've got some really physical players on defense. They set the edges really well. So you know, that's a, you know, we it's the same structure as kind of what the Rams do. Um, so it's a defense that we see a ton. We've seen it like the last couple of weeks. So um, hopefully doing similar things that work, but definitely have to change it up because, um, you know, they definitely have seen our game plans and what have, what has worked. So we'll see what we come up with and uh, just looking forward to go out there and, you know, really just playing football again. George, uh, several coaches have termed Jeff Wilson like one of their all-time favorite players. I'm sure you're – I said that first, but yeah. You're, you're sure in the discussion. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think it is – I'm sure you guys like him too, but uh, what do you think it is? It is about him. Um, it kind of inspires that type of feeling. I mean, every time he steps between the lines, uh, he's just – I've said it before, he goes to a dark place, and he's just a violent, vicious runner. Um, he doesn't go down easy, um, and he's always trying to uh, hit someone as hard as he can, whether he has the ball or whether he doesn't have the ball. And when you have guys with mindsets like that, it's infectious. And it gets you know wide receivers to think like that. It gets tight ends to think like that. Hell, even quarterbacks think like that. And so it's, um, when you go out there with that mindset, not everybody uh, matches that intensity. And so it allows Jeff just, uh, you know, run through people out there. And it's just really fun to see. What's the feeling for you guys when you're, when you're making those blocks? You know, each of the last three games, he's had a big run early. And mm-hmm. that been choreographed according to that script? You all hit those blocks the right spot? Uh, I mean, Kyle says, you know, he game plans each play, like, should be an explosive play. You know, he wants every play to be a touchdown. Um, and, like, when you do hit your block, you know, it's the NFL, so, you know, defense is going to make plays from time to time, obviously. Um, but when you do, you know, when you have a back that's as explosive as Jeff Wilson or Tevin Coleman, and when you do, you know, give him the crease, he can hit that really fast. And then when he's in the open field, he's a hard back to break uh, tackle just because of how hard he runs. He's slowly improved from the bottom of the depth chart to the top. So how much has he improved since you went to the Super Bowl? I think his confidence has just increased, you know, and, and it just comes with reps, really. I mean... I think that's kind of been Jeff's career so far, right? He always kind of starts in the bottom, and then by the end of the year or halfway through the year, he's getting a lot of reps because of the type of runner he is. You know, he goes to that dark place. He's violent. He's vicious. He has this intent every time he's on the field. And he's had some, you know, unfortunate injuries that, you know, sidelined him like 2020 at a high ankle sprain like, like twice, at, you know, when we really need, you know, would have really uh, loved to have him. And But he's just, you know, finding his groove, finding his confidence. And, like, we all, like, I have the most confidence in Jeff. Like, I have a ton of confidence, you know, in all of our running backs. When I see Jeff Wilson the ball, though, I'm like, this is going to be a violent physical play, and I just can't wait to be a part of it. In what way specifically is it beneficial for you as a player to, you know, kind of settle in and not trade back and forth across the country? Um, 
I think there's a couple things that go into it. Uh, one of my favorite things is, I mean, the next game we play is, what is it, a 1 o'clock kickoff, I think. Um, so you're in this time zone, so it's not going to be a 10 a.m. kickoff for us if we flew in from California. Also, I, I mean, I really like I like staying in a hotel with all the guys. It's fun. Um, you know, there's no family around, so you just it's kind of like being in a dormitory again, um, just hanging out. A lot of because you know after practice, I mean, we're free at like five five thirty, so we all have an opportunity to go get dinner with each other. Tomorrow we'll have a lot of time together too. So you just it's just some team bonding stuff, and it's just kind of fun to hang out with them. And whether you're being here and it's just football, but you go back to the hotel, it's just you know kind of fun to be there with the boys. What's your favorite thing about West um, the song Country Roads and the fall. I love seeing the change of color. You don't really see that too much in California. Yeah, right. thank you. Thanks, guys. Right see you guys.